know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. Welcome back to Thoughts of a Dreamer with me, Terry Nikki. So glad to have you back. For those of you who are new, Thoughts of a Dreamer is a podcast that is specifically designed for people who feel as though they just can't get to the next level. So I'm here to uncover those roadblocks or those mental hurdles that you may be experiencing so that you could live out and achieve your dream. So welcome. Good to have you. I am one of you. I am a dreamer. I'm the same way. I have something in my mind. I close my eyes. I see the end goal. I see exactly where I am. But when I open my eyes and look around the present, it's hard to envision and imagine how you're going to get from point A to point B. But the question is not really point B. The question is, how in the hell did we get here? How did we get to this point? Have you guys ever just laid up in your bed late at night, looked up at the ceiling, thinking about what all occurred throughout the day, looking at your life, looking at where you are and just ask yourself, how did I get here? How did I get here? Well, let's think about the past, present and future timeline, right? Our present will always be our present. Let me repeat, our present will always be our present, meaning you will always be in the constant state of present, okay? Now, we know that the way time works, there is a past. At one point, your past was your present, correct? Correct. So you get what I'm saying. Our present is shaped by the actions of our past. So the decisions that we made in our past shaped what we see now in our present. But the good thing is that if you're unhappy, you don't like where you are right now, you can change, you can pivot so that you can see in the future where you want to be what you want to do, and your goals. So all we have to do now in the present is make decisions for the future. Now, as easy as that sounds, let me break this thing down. There are two types, in my opinion, two types of decisions that you can make. Emotional decisions, intuitive decisions. Emotions, intuition, two different things. Know the difference. Emotions are solely based, solely based off of external factors. There are things that happen outside of you that cause you to feel emotional. And those external factors, those things outside of you cause you to make decisions based off of the emotional response 
that it creates. Intuition has nothing to do with external factors. Your intuition doesn't change when it rains. Your intuition doesn't change when someone passes. Your intuition doesn't change when there's a pandemic. Your intuitive thoughts, your intuitive nudges, your intuition is solely an innate ability to direct and guide based off of upbringing. Mm. Two different things. Most of us make emotional decisions. And when we make those emotional decisions, they may coincide with our intuition. They may not. But those that don't coincide with our intuition, you know. And you know that you know that you know. You know, like, you know. Quit playing. You know. And I say that because, okay, example, example. You're lonely. You're scrolling on TikTok. You see all these cute couples doing the little dances and you see the men shouting out the women and the women shouting out the men and you're sitting there all upset for, I want somebody to do that with me. You're lonely. So you do everything that you can do to try to find a significant other. You're swiping, you're going out to bars, you're going to meet people just so you could find a significant other. Because loneliness is uncomfortable for you. And because loneliness is uncomfortable, we know that we don't like to stay in an uncomfortable place for too long. So we need to do something to appease our uncomfortable feeling. Long story short, we find someone. We now have a significant other. And we're doing the cute little things and going here, there, and everywhere. But every time you see them and look at them, do you know your intuition is waving a red flag? Red flag, flag on the play, red flag, red flag. Did you see that? Did you, did you see, did you see that red flag? Red flag, run, red flag. But you are lonely. And this person has soothed your feelings of loneliness. So you are making the emotional decision to stay with this person that your intuition is against. And then later on down the road, because we all know that if you do something for too long, it becomes a habit. And then you become emotionally involved with something. And all the red flags that your intuition is telling you about, you just ah, push them to the side. Ah, doesn't matter. I'm not lonely anymore. Ah, I got me a boo. Whatever. We're good. Then you get to the point where you can no longer keep it up. They do or say something that goes completely against your core values and you're looking like, <gasps> what? Hey, what? What do you mean you don't want kids? What do, what do you mean you don't want to do? What do you mean? Did you cheat on me? What? <laughs> and your intuition is looking at you like, bro, I tried, I tried to tell you. They did the exact same thing six months ago. I tried, look, look at this flag. I did a whole field routine for you with this big red flag and you ignored it. That is an intuitive decision or an emotional decision. You got into that relationship because you were lonely. That was an emotional decision. Once your intuition told you this was not something you want to do, you hit the override button because that lonely emotion was too uncomfortable for you. Hmm. So now 
You're sitting here crying, got snot bubbles coming out your nose over this person that you weren't even supposed to be with anyway, that you chose to turn a blind eye to with your intuition. When I say that you know that you know that you know, you didn't even have to go through that. You didn't even have to go through that. But that emotional decision caused you to go through that. You turned away from your intuition. Ah. An emotional decision will appease a negative emotion. An emotional decision will quiet a negative emotion. Imagine yourself in your car. You know that you want to go to Disney World. You're down there. You want to go to Orlando. You've never been there before. So naturally, what you like to do, you like to turn on your GPS. You turn on Waze and you get in your car and you start going. Now, Waze will tell you the different turns when you're approaching an exit, when you're getting to a certain point, when you need to get over, when you need to turn, when you need to do there, when there's a hazard, when there's a police, they will let you know everything that you need to know. Now, if you are hungry on the way to Disney World and you decide to get off on the next exit because of a sign that you see and you exit off and you turn into the nearest restaurant, that GPS is going to try to recalculate you to get you back to where you're going to go. That decision to turn off is an emotional decision. You're hungry. Your intuition is what is driving you and trying to recalculate and recalibrate you back to your core, back to what you want, back to what you like. But we as dreamers, in our minds so much, everything is so far-fetched that we just can't even fathom that this is life for real, that we abandon our gut, we abandon our creativity, we abandon those decisions because it is not the path of least resistance. It actually requires you to have action that is away from the grain, action that is against everyone else. And that in itself is difficult to do, to trust your intuition, trust your gut, trust your feeling, trust your happiness, trust your joy enough for you to decide not to do what everyone else wants you to do, but instead do what makes you feel good. Do what your intuition is telling you to do. We have all experienced when we've done something that we were not supposed to do. That was your gut. That was your intuition. That was your intuitive thought. Your intuitive thought said, don't do this. And you chose to do it anyway. That then turns into an emotional decision. And your intuition is trying to recalibrate you, get you back on that path. And the more that you resist, the more that you resist, the more that your intuition has to recalibrate. And the more that you have to recalibrate, the more you're going to look at your present and question, how did I get here? Because your intuition has had to recalibrate you so much. You're so far off the beaten path that where you were supposed to go. Stop allowing your emotions 
to dictate what you do because your emotions can be altered by your surroundings, by people, places, and things. And you are making decisions off of people, places, and things. Not making sound decisions from your core, from what drives you, what fuels you. You're listening to external factors. And yes, I am an external factor. But what I'm trying to do is point you back to your gut. Okay? Whenever you are making decisions for your dream, the one thing you have to do is stop looking at your dream like a spectator sport. Actually put action behind it. You have to put action behind it. Now that action, because of mental resistance, will always make you feel uncomfortable, will always make you feel inadequate, will always make you feel fearful like you can't do it based off of whatever trauma point you have. You're going to have mental resistance with that action to do something new, especially when it's going against the grain. But if you know that before you do that action, and you make a few uncomfortable steps and comfortable, consistent steps with that action, then trust me, that action will become a habit. I have a quick story. I have a quick story and then I'm going to go. A few years ago, I was with a company and to say the least, I was miserable. I was downright miserable. I would go to work crying. I would be on my lunch break crying. I would go home crying, crying my eyes out for months, months. My intuition told me a long time ago that I needed to quit. But I was anxious because I had to pay bills. I had to figure out how I was going to pay bills. So I kept at this job. Until one day, my intuition was like, you have to quit, quit. Now, I'm not one of these women that's going to sit here and say, you need to quit a job for you have another one. That has never been how I am. That's never been how I rolled. That was not my upbringing. So trust you me, there was not something that I wanted to do. But everything in me said, do it. Everything external said, no, you're going to stay here. And internal was like, go, you got to leave. So I sat down, opened up my laptop, wrote my resignation letter, and I gave it to my boss. Now, when I gave my resignation to my boss, they gave me everything but a damn car in order for me to stay. They offered me everything, which those external factors caused me to have an emotional reaction. Because I thought to myself, this is what I wanted. This is what I've been crying for. You you guys hadn't seen my word. Now you see it. Now you don't want me to leave. Now you're giving me this. Okay, great. They, they offered me everything to stay. And had I made an emotional decision, I would have, despite the tears, despite everything. But my gut, when I tell you, told me absolutely not. I don't care what they give you. You better not accept it. And I didn't. I said, no, but thank you. At this point, I had no idea what I was going to do. None whatsoever. None. I went to bed. I woke up, went to work the next day. I got a call 
the job that I had interviewed for two years prior, the same manager asked me to come work for them. Asked me if I was open, if I had any availability or any interest in coming into them. And it was the industry that I wanted to be in. It was the field that I wanted to be in. It was doing what I wanted to do. It was travel, entertainment. And I genuinely feel as had I not listened to my intuition, I would not have gotten that call. I would have not accepted that offer. I would not have even been in that position. So that's what I mean by an emotional decision or an intuitive decision. You have to know the difference. If your emotions change like the wind, why would you make a decision based off of a fly-by-night emotion? Know the difference. I'm out.